Live from both coasts, it's the Take the Ride podcast. Sorry, we're, are we rolling now? We are rolling. I got to start showing up the rehearsal. Yeah, you really do. I haven't really slept in years. Because okay. you don't have anyone to cuddle with. <laughs> we got a lot of things going on around us right now, and that's, that's ridiculous. It's going to be an interesting. Uh, it's going to be an interesting night. Now here are your hosts, Adam Drake and Johnny Wright. Hey everybody, this is Adam and Johnny. Hello, oh. I'm Johnny Wright. <laughs> uh, welcome to Take the Ride, um, the podcast. <laughs> because you needed another podcast in your life, and we felt like here, here you go. This this is the one for you. Two knuckleheads are going to give you some stories. Yeah, and most of them will be made up or wrong or inappropriate. And um, hey, if it passes the time, then, then we've succeeded. Yeah, there's going to be some bullshit. Probably. Um, so just to kind of level set here, you are outside Portland, Washington. Portland, yes. Washington? Did I say Portland, Washington? Wow. Yeah, you're wrong, you're wrong about that. Yeah, yeah well, I'm, I'm Portland, Oregon, but you are actually in Washington. I'm in Washington, the very southern part of Washington. I'm mm-hmm. about I'm just across the, the, just across, uh, the river uh, from the, the Columbia River and about 15 miles from Portland. Yeah. So I have a question. How far are you from Mount St. Helens? Mm, about 90 minutes. Ah, okay. So not yeah. like, not in the danger zone if it were to no. go again. No, but I, it's funny. I, I do remember watching Mount St. I was five years old when Mount St. Helens blew. And I remember yeah. watching it in the parking lot with my dad, like a parking lot of a grocery store watching it with my dad. Just in like Seattle. Yeah. Just south of Seattle. Yeah. I, I remember watching it with my dad. And so you could just see the smoke plume or whatever. Yeah, it was expected for a, for a few days, and uh, I remember my my dad and uh, we went to the grocery store and got ice cream sandwiches and <laughs> and, and and watched it blow from our uh, from the parking lot. And there was like, I mean, there was like a half inch of uh, ash on our deck when I was a kid. No way! Like, yeah, you didn't go outside for a few days. It was. Oh, I wonder I mean, what was, that's like. Is that what was that like? I, was that that must have been so hard for you? It must have been really difficult at the time to <laughs> yeah. not go outside for three days. Yeah, you know? it could be tough. Um, did it look like snow coming down? I was. I, I don't remember. I, I was so young. I don't remember what it looked like coming down. Yeah. But it was. It was. It was significant enough that that you could collect it. Like I had it in a jar when I was a kid. I had a jar of ash on my bookshelf as a kid. That's I mean, awesome. It was, yeah, 1980. I can't yeah. believe we've never had this conversation. You think it'd be something we've talked about? We've not. <laughs> I am so fascinated by volcanoes. Like I kind of, I secretly wish that I was a volcanologist. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm fascinated by it too. Whenever, whenever it comes across the news that like, uh, you know, something is is active, and I'm all over it. Oh like, sure. I, I can't believe like it's happening. You know. So you're you're out there in Portland, but not really Portland, Washington. Yeah. Yeah, Portland, Portland, Washington, Portland-ish, uh, and I'm I'm in Connecticut, so we're on two sides, different sides of the country. Yes, we are. We're three thousand uh, miles apart, but we're one in heart. Oh, dude, that's we're so one in heart. Big spoon, little spoon. <laughs> Again, Come on in for. <laughs> who's the big spoon, little spoon in this? Like, who's the big spoon? It's probably you, right? Pretty, pretty sure it's me. Yeah. I mean, I. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like I'm like one inch taller, but I'm like forty <laughs> pounds heavier than you. You run, you know, you 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 know, you're a runner, you you yeah. know. And, and you know what? I'll tell you what, Adam, there is nothing that makes me smile more than if you run in the shape of a dick and I can make a joke about it. Nothing it makes is, me happier. I, and I, I, I apologize for the pun, but it's hard to do because you have to find the road, right? Like you have to find the path or something. 
Um, oh, if you run in the shape of a wiener and I can make a joke about it, I'm, I'm happy for like an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, this weekend, I have to go on a long run, so I will uh, absolutely <laughs> try to, to run for you in the shape of a dick. Please keep it phallic-shaped so I can make one joke. About I, you're running in, in the shape of a dick and it'll make me laugh. Just before uh, Trump was elected in, in 2016, I found, like, I went to the high school in my house and they just yeah. have, you know, playing fields. And I just figured out how to write Trump sucks, like to run Trump sucks. Oh, that's funny. In, in, uh, in the thing. So that it's probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, Huge accomplishment, though. Yeah. You know, very proud of myself. Um, so things that are happening in Connecticut right now. Uh, yeah. and this is very on brand for 2020. It might snow tonight. You're kidding me. No, <laughs> yesterday it was 70 degrees tonight. It's yeah. going to snow. Yeah. It's 75 and sunny here, but um, oh, must be nice. Yeah. You're kidding me. It might <laughs> snow. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the middle of May and it's going to snow and that's ridiculous. 2020 is just an asshole. We're done. It's just, it's just an asshole. Well, let's talk about this. Maybe this is the big thing. Murder hornets, they're in your backyard. Murder have hornets. Seen, have you seen a murder hornet yet? I, I have yet to see one, but there are confirmed cases in Washington State. <laughs> oh, God. So they're so, spreading. Yeah. Murder hornets. Like Awesome. I, there's a good chance that the government just created murder hornets so that no one ever goes outside, so that we just adhere to strict quarantine rules. Yeah, and I and I had my uh, I had my 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 pitch meeting with the Sci-Fi Network. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, to uh, to pitch my uh, my 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 uh, uh, my film uh, Horner. What what is it called? I forgot what it's called now. It's <laughs> so called, it's called Murder Hornets Save Humanity. So it's, murder no. murder hornets just came out this week. Like we've just we've just heard about murder hornets in the past yeah, week, I, week and a half. I, I cranked out a screenplay. And You've already I, written a screenplay. Yeah, I pitched it to the Sci-Fi Network, and I already cut a trailer. I already got a trailer. Yeah, you want to give it to us? You want to hear the trailer? I, I, yeah, of course I do. Come on, man. Murder Hornets? Hell yeah. Let me uh, find the file. <laughs> oh, so you actually made a trailer. You're not going to made the, I made the trailer. Yeah, this, this, I made the trailer. I hired a guy <laughs> and made the trailer. Oh, I, I, okay, I found it. I'm going to play it for you. Yeah. In a world fighting a global pandemic... With the planet desperately looking for a cure, what if the answer came from a different grave threat? The murder hornets hold the antidote <laughs> to the coronavirus in their stingers, and we have to make a choice. Nature battles nature to save the human race. Murder hornets save humanity, starring Mario Lopez and Tara Reid. Coming to Sci-Fi, August 2020, rated G. Uh, I like it. I, I like that you kept the laugh in. I thought that was <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. So, like, I, you know how there's like the the uh, that's so it's like the dumbest idea I've ever had, and that's why I like it because it really is stupid. And I imagine like you know how like in parking lots there'll be like a line to take the coronavirus test, and I imagine yeah. like you know a line of people that uh, you know there's like a like a like a like a phone booth, you know, like a four foot by four foot booth that you put your loved one in with two murder hornets, and they gotta <laughs> get and you know and they, and they're gonna sting them, and that's gonna give them the, the give them the the, the antidote and. Oh my god. I love it. 
That's yes. ridiculous. Might be the dumbest idea I've ever had, but that's why I'm so happy. And you had a few, so that's actually oh, saying. I've ha- I've had some absolutely shite ideas. So you know, I don't I don't know who you hired to do the uh, the voiceover, but it sounded like Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> He, he looks like Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh, he does. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, he's got it's, a he's got a chin that looks like an ass. Okay. And and I uh, believes in conspiracy theories. So oh, a lot so like a lot like Jesse the Body. <laughs> That's Ventura. great. That's great. Yeah. I know it's so bad. I could not. I could. It's so bad. I make. I couldn't even stop myself from laughing because it's so stupid. I love it. I love it. And there are definitely conspiracy theorists out there who think that yeah, they're, they're, the government is somehow involved in murder hornets now or you know creating these things breeding them no i I, i've like i i am just amazed at the conspiracy theories it just it just boggles my mind that you think (laughs) doctors and scientists are lying really (laughs) really you think you think hundreds of hospitals are in cahoots and in i mean really well i mean good lord people people I know people take comfort in their ignorance and I think it's just having this, you know, sometimes they don't want the, the hard solution. They want the easy solution. And I think that that's where these things come from is, is they, you know, someone gets in their ear and then they start deciding that, yeah, that's, that's, that sounds right without actually thinking, thinking logic to it. Right. And I've been saying, I've been saying this for a while. I mean, I mean, these, these goofballs, with their uh, protests, you mm. are going to ensure this goes longer. I promise. Right, it's doing the exact opposite of what they're hoping. Yes, to do. although you are, it's 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 inevitable. There's going to be a flare up somewhere here and there, and you're going to ensure this goes longer. I right, promise. it's like me and herpes. Like, there's yeah. going to be a flare a f- up. A flare up is inevitable. So they're basically itching my genital warts. Oh no! And lead- yeah, that's what they're doing. Not again. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? So why, my question is, it, it, you're at a protest. Why do you need a machine gun? Or, yeah. I'm sorry, a fully automatic or automatic gun? Yeah, How does show, that protest? Showing up, uh, showing up with your AR-15. And, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, I, I, I can't stand these knuckleheads. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. It drives me crazy. I mean, I, I want a haircut. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> so do I, desperately. Yeah. I wish the barber was open. So, so do I. But I also want my parents to live. Gosh. Like more, more than I want a haircut. And it's, it's kind of neck and neck. But really, I do yeah. want my, I've decided I want my parents to live versus me getting a haircut. <laughs> right now. It could change. Re- it could change. But yeah. I remember meeting your parents and, and your dad, you know, say so he was in Vietnam. And then your mom's like, he really just played soccer during Vietnam. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It's so true. My dad. <laughs> I remember your mom saying that. He really <laughs> like, just—he really just played soccer and hung out. I went on. My dad and I went on a, a fairly long road trip, and by fairly long, I mean three hours. But you know, just my dad and I alone in a car for three hours, and I was like, "Dad, tell me stories like about Vietnam. Like I want to hear yeah. the shit. I want to hear what you went through." <laughs> Like Rushmore, were you in the shit? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> but that's my funny. dad literally yeah. was not in the shit at all. I mean, he was. Yeah, he your was, mom sold him out. Oh, totally. He said oh, that the, your mom's so funny. The, the most action he ever got was he hotwired a jeep to go by like a thing at Johnny Walker somewhere or a, you know Jim <laughs> Beam for his friend. 
So my man. That, yeah. Yeah. That, a man after my own heart. You yeah. wired a card, you get some Johnny get some Johnny Walker Black. Yeah, I, I mean I don't you know. I'm with you. I'm with you, homie. I'm with it's you. It's hard to get in country, so you know, you had to in had to country. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, your mom yeah. totally sold them out. That was so funny. Totally. He just played soccer. He, I mean, he did. It was like, you hear all these war stories, and there are serious stories happening in v- from right. Vietnam, but my dad, luckily, thank God, didn't see any of it. Oh, so and good. He was behind a typewriter. That's what he says. So yeah. you got tested for corona. Uh, how long do you have to wait for the test to be, you know, conclusive? Yeah. What, what so, you, what's the waiting period here? The waiting, they... <laughs> It, it kind of sucks because they say it could be six days until you six get your res- days. Yeah. And I know they have like a 45 minute test right now. Yeah. This is not that this, this, this is, uh, I think it's about three days. So we got tested yesterday. Uh, I bet we'll hear this weekend. <clears throat> so is, uh, is the things jammed up into your brain, right? It goes like uh, up your nose. Like, I mean, uh, it, it's like jam far in, yeah, right? But it looks like, I mean, it's like, it's like a, it's like a suave rape, right? Um, yeah, I mean, it looks I, brutal. I can't I, believe you did it. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, a friend of ours, we, we kind of broke, broke the, broke the law and we ended up, uh, going to our friend's pool on Saturday. Mm. Um, still maintained social distance, but, uh, uh, they ended up calling us on Tuesday and said, Hey, we found out that we actually test or that the, the wife tested positive for coronavirus. Now oh, we weren't like sharing drinks or anything. We weren't like coughing on each other, but right, it was close so enough that. Yeah, there's still metal surfaces while you were there. And, yeah, exactly. So we figured let's uh, let's get tested. Let's let's figure out what's going on. Um, and then there's two different types of tests. So there's the uh, the uh, virus test, like the I, I don't know. There's probably like a better term for it, but to find out if you actually have the virus currently. And then there's the antibody test to see if you're actually producing antibodies, which uh, should indicate that you actually had the virus at an earlier oh, date. The antibody test is a blood test. Uh, the virus test, the viral test is a nose swab. So yeah. um, we sign up for this thing and I don't really know anything about it. I assume it's like a Q-tip going right into like my, the tip of my nostril, right? Like, like I'm, yeah. maybe I'm like, I'm digging for a booger, right? Like <laughs> that's yeah. right. You're, you're uh, like up to your wrist looking for a booger. Yeah. yeah. So but, then we so- see, I watched John Oliver from last week and he's uh, like, oh no, it's, it's more than that. It's like right. really far back. So I start freaking out because I, I don't like to be uncomfortable and I don't like long objects shoved into my nose. Um, so I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm sweating in the car. I've got my wife next to me. We're yeah. waiting in line. The kids are in the back seat because, you know, we don't have a babysitter. Um, so we show up. And the, there's two nurses on either side of the car. They're going to test my wife. They're going to test me. And she's like, well, we're going to do an oral test today. <clears throat> so I'm like, I just need to answer some questions. Cool. Yeah, uh, I can pass she, this. And she's like, no, um, we're going to swab your throat. Oh, yeah. Um, here's the problem with that. And here's a problem that uh, my wife didn't know I had is that I have the mother of all gag reflexes. Uh, oh yeah. That must have been inconvenient for you as a younger man. Uh it, <laughs> it was still is, to be honest. <laughs> Here I am coughing. Um so like now I, I was sweating before. Now I'm like on the verge of tears because I know that I'm going to vomit I would, in the car. Yeah. I think I would too. Right. So the nurse tries it on me. 
and I gag. She doesn't even get close to the back of my throat, but I can already still vomit. Yeah, I'm like, Whoa. yeah, yeah. The, 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 the Colbert puke take. Yeah, I mean, literally. Like oh, that. my goodness. I think I'd be the same way. I think I would. Right? So my wife is done at this point. And now the nurse is like, let's try it again. So I try it again. <laughs> now I'm like tasting vomit. And my daughter's like, what's wrong with daddy? What is going on with him? Daddy, are you okay? My wife. I has, wish there was a video on this. <laughs> I know, there should have been. My wife did, uh, previously did not know that I had this gag reflex. Like oh my at all. And she is looking at me with such disappointment. I mean, she is just like. Oh, that's funny. Like, who are you? Like, why? Like, she's done. This, hers is done and dusted, right? Yeah. I am like struggling, <laughs> crying, trying to hold vomit down. Kids are in the back seat, like, what's wrong? Dad, why is. My, like, my daughter now questions <laughs> my manhood, right? You're like. Yeah. <laughs> And then the nurse is like, well, here's what I tell children. She starts giving me tips that she'd give like a seven-year-old. Like, try panting like a dog. Or like try to breathe through your nose or whatever. And I'm like, lady, right. this isn't going to work. Right. I'm going to vomit. And at this point, I'm like. Oh, my I'm goodness. Right. I'm like, well, Lindsay got tested. So if she has it, then I'm sure I have it. I don't need to get tested. Oh, the nurse man, is like, this is funny. <laughs> the nurse is like, we can get you a nasal swab. There so you go. I, I'm game on bring the nasal swab, rape my brain. I am okay with that. It's so much better for me than, than the throat swab. Yeah. Problem is they don't have them like at their station. So they have to like go out of their way and they all have walkie talkies. So she's like, um, yeah, we've got a guy here. And she's like, <laughs> we have a guy here who can't do the gag or can't do the throat swab. We need to get him a nasal swab. And it's like this big deal. Like they have to get clearance to give me a nasal swab. We, we got a guy here that's kind of a puss. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we need the nasal swab. I mean, uh, honestly. And meanwhile, like cars are backing up behind us. Like, of course. They're, oh my goodness. is yeah. funny. So they come out and the nurse is basically like, yeah, I don't, you're not like a good human. She's just not, not, she doesn't appreciate me. And I'm trying to crack jokes. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm also crying. Oh, totally. Yeah. I would be too. Like trying to make someone, yeah. Like yeah. I couldn't help. Oh my goodness. So she, she, oh. starts, she starts talking me through the process of getting the nasal swab. She's like, you got to look up. Don't clench your face, which by the way, you're going to know you're getting a nasal swab. You're going to clench your face. There's no way not yeah. to. I've only seen the videos, but I imagine that it's like, it's come on. They like, like I've seen like, gr they, they grab the back of your head and like she, shove the thing in. Yeah. She didn't grab my head, which <laughs> I don't, maybe I would have appreciated. Maybe that would have been like kind of a, a neat thing. <laughs> a little, <laughs> yeah. A little but comforting she, to grab the back of my head. And, right before she goes in, she's like, you know what? I'm going to get some tissues. Cause I can tell that your eyes are going to water. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> Who do you think I am, man? Come on. I'm going to get some tissues. Yeah, so she gets like tissues. tissues. She probably broke quarantine to get tissues. And oh she hands me this balled up box of tissues and just says, All right, look back. And man, it's that it's not so good. It's not a great feeling. Um, but it's not the worst thing. Like it's much better for me to have the nasal swab than than the throat thing. Like I would do that Ugh. any day versus versus the throat. How does it compare to getting like your wiener swab for STDs all those times? Does it compare to that or is it? Well, okay. So the first time I had that done, it was really <laughs> painful, but you kind of build up like scar tissue. So after that, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Tissue. Yeah. <laughs> the hardest uh, part is like when I spill like rubbing alcohol on my dick because you yeah. know, all the open wounds that, that hurts a lot. 
I mean, you were just on the Upper West. You were just laying pipe on the Upper West Side. Yeah, I mean, you my just, dick looks like a box of Skittles. Yeah, you were just tearing through the co-eds at uh, the Upper West Side, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> it's so horrible. It's so horrible. Like, I'm sure in 20 years, my daughter is going to listen to this and be like, first of all, she's already judging me because I can't <laughs> take a strep test. And oh, I like, just oh. imagine your daughter in the back seat being confused, and that's really funny. Oh, she, well, she had no idea what we were doing. We're like, hey, we're just going to go do an errand. Meanwhile, oh, there's like ma'am. these women are like attacking her parents with long Q-tips. What are the odds now that Trump is going to get it? It's 50-50, right? Like he's oh. going to get it, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean I, he had a, a staffer that tests positive, And I'm trying to be a good person and not, not wish he gets it. But uh, it really seems Johnny. like a really, it seems like a really good chance he's going to get it, and it's going to be. I'm sorry, that'll be hilarious. I'm sorry, it will. Be. It, it is such. It, I mean, you could like, if someone wrote that in a movie. Yeah, you think that's that'd stupid. be contrived? It'd be too cliche. You'd be like, oh, the guy that's like, you know, kind of laissez-faire about the whole thing and yeah. wants to reopen the company or country gets, <laughs> gets corona at the end. Uh, but I don't uh, it, it. It, feel, it feels like it's going to happen. And I mean, cause, I you know, one so. of, one of, uh, one of Pence's, the, the, the staffers tested positive today. I saw that. Yeah. That just came out. Yeah. Right. I and mean, then his- yeah, just a couple hours ago. I mean, it's, it's, he's going to get it and it's going to be hilarious. Like you knucklehead, you know, it's, well, he's the one walking around without a mask because he thinks it looks bad. There could not have been a more on brand scene than touring a mask factory, not wearing a mask, while Live and Let Die plays in the background. There could Wait. not have been a more on-brand scene. Oh, I, I knew about touring the facility without a mask. Live and Let, Wings is? Paul McCartney and Wings, Live and yes. Let Die was playing? Oh, it, it was the Guns N' Roses cover of that song. <laughs> and it, it, in the back, he's, he doesn't oh. have a mask on, touring the mask factory, and in the background is the Guns N' Roses cover. I think, I believe it's from Terminator 2 if I'm not mistaken, and it's live and let die. And it could not have been a more on-brand scene. Like, I, 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 That's I just, outstanding. Yeah, it was, ama- that, it was, breath- it was breathtaking, like, like how, how stupid this is. 20 years from now, when they actually make the movie of this, that's going to be the scene, right? Like, yeah, we're living, in, we're living in idiocracy. We're living in that, that movie right now. We really it's, are. It's, it is the dumbest dystopia ever. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Sometimes I, I look at, I watch the news. I, I, I've kind of stopped watching the news, to be honest, because it just yeah, pisses me off so much. Yeah, I ration it. But it's just like dumbfounding in terms of like, what, what, how are these people making decisions that affect other yeah. people? And, and, and how do they have no accountability, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's borderline shocking. Like who's in charge, you know? Yeah, well, when you were a kid, did you think like, adults kind of knew all the answers and it was cool because like you were safe because the adults had the answers and, and you were going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. yeah you would think so. True. No, yeah, no, not true at all. Oh, they went to college. They probably know what they're talking about. Right. No, no. negative. New, no. <laughs> not even close. It's, it's so sad that like, it, not only that, like people don't have the answers and, and, and they don't know what they're talking about, but that, people voted for him and, and then knew yeah. then that they didn't really have the answers or that they were being lied to, or they were, they were so stupid. They believed it. <sighs> I, sorry. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I will continue to marvel uh, that, that you elected this dumb person. Like I, I, yeah. I mean, his, history is going to be unbelievably rough on these people. 
I mean, it is, it's oh, yeah. going to bury these people. Well, it's, I mean, John, to be honest, it's going to be rough on like this period of time. Oh my goodness. Like 2016 yeah. to 2020 is going to be like the dumbass years. And hopefully it's just 2020, yeah. but like, like all the things that we fight for and, and that we've, we've like enjoyed as an America are just getting like thrown out the window because this blowhard in the white house thinks that it could affect his ego in some way. It, it is. I, I mean, I dared people to tell me that he's a good businessman and I'm going to, I mean, and I'm going to dunk on, I, if someone tries me, I will dunk on you like Shaquille O'Neal and swing my nuts into your face. Like I'm going to, I will dunk on you so hard if you try it. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, and, and what was your comeback to, to that one person who actually, I couldn't tell if they were, um, if they were serious or if they were, I couldn't tell if they're kidding or not that he's going to like, he's, that he's going to bring God back into it. Yeah. He's a religious guy. Oh wait, I didn't so. see that. I, wait, I should go there. <laughs> Cause you had one yeah. guy where you talked about the sharper image. Yeah. And I was, I was, I, he's a childhood friend and I was joking okay. with him, but okay. I mean, yeah, it, it, I mean, if you're going to tell me he is a good businessman, I seriously, I'm going to dunk on you like Shaquille O'Neal dunked on Chris Dudley and swing my nuts into your face. I'm going to dunk on you so hard if you try it today. So what was your comeback to you, him being a good businessman? Well, I can go ahead and list all of the failed products. There were and, a few. Yeah, I can, go, I can list the Trump water and Trump vodka and Trump steaks and Trump clothing line. I can, I'll, 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 I'll bring up the USFL. I'll bring up the plaza. I'll, yeah. I'll bring up that he lost a billion dollars more than any other taxpayer in America in that time frame. Six <laughs> bankruptcies. And, then, and, and Don Jr. I win. <laughs> I win. You lose. I'm going to dunk on your head and swing my nuts in your face. I mean, it's, it's the most asinine thing I've ever heard that you think this guy is a good businessman. And what was I his dunk the, on your head? If you try me, this is something that I, I didn't actually realize, but you said that he sold steaks at the sharper image. He had Trump steaks. I remember Trump steaks. I remember, well, I remember and they were sold at the sharper image at the mall. So if you go, if you went in to get a massage chair, Yep. You could also get some some freeze-dried steaks. Well, you know, like normal people do. Yeah. <laughs> you buy steak at the fucking mall. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Someone try me today and see how it goes. Oh, I love it. I love Gosh. it. Well, he is the chosen. He's the chosen one. He's he's the Anakin Skywalker. He is he's gonna bring balance to the United States. <laughs> right? I mean he's he's yeah. God. God has chosen him to lead the United States. Yeah, yeah. He's a really smart guy and a really good businessman. Go ahead. Try, try it and see how it goes. <laughs> 90 the, seconds, I'll tear you up. 90 seconds. Now I'm trying to like think of something that I can like come back with. But I, what, I, are you, what, were pe- what would people's argument be except that, for The Apprentice? I had, I had an aunt, you know, and I mean, you know, we all love our family. But I yeah. had an aunt that told me, well, you know, you know, that, there was that. that um, are you talking an aunt, like an insect, or an aunt, like aunt. The proper yeah. way it's supposed to be said, like a New Englander? Yeah. The the auntie, yeah. Oh, okay. Who who talked about the 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 boardroom? And I said that was a set at Thirty Rock. That was not real. That was literally a soundstage, like a floor below Saturday Night Live. That wasn't real. Okay, so. The boardroom on The Apprentice is not the boardroom of the Trump uh, corporation. It's not. Right. It's a pet, you idiots. But, but why did, what was the argument there that because he had a 
boardroom. Well, he's he a was, good business. He's a good businessman. I saw, I saw, you know, he was, he was so in charge at that boardroom. That was television. Okay. All of us that lived in New York know what a joke he was. Yeah. All it's so true. Like he was fodder for joke. He was the punchline to everything. Yes. Yeah. He was not respected by anybody in New York city. No, nobody. Nobody. This was all for, it was all on television for the rubes in middle America. It's true. It's not real. It's not. No. So please someone, please try me today. I'm feeling salty. <laughs> you are. You're like coming across as super salty. You're like. Um, someone, I, I double dog fucking dare you to tell me he's a good businessman. I'm going to, I, I, I'm, I'm daring someone to try me today. <laughs> I, 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 clearly I'm not going to, I'm not going to be s- that guy. Jeez. If you were a pretzel, you'd be extra salty. No, yeah, that's that's a, that's that's not bad. That's pretty good. With a little mustard. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh yeah, spice. Salty. Go ahead and try me today. See how it goes. Um. So, I I I don't mean to critique you as a person. <laughs> I, I mean I do. Because that's funny. Right. <laughs> so you've got this mustache. That's yeah. a joke for your. Yeah, for your, it was a three-second joke to make my nephews laugh. Yeah, which is great, uh, but. You live this. This is how I assume your life is right now, and I, I, I don't know. But you live, you live with a dog in a cabin in yeah, the woods. It's true. That's absolutely true. And I'm assuming you write manifestos. <laughs> yeah, I got an old, uh, I got an old, uh, you know, uh, Smith Corona typewriter, and yep. I'm cranking out uh, a manifesto as we speak. Okay. Uh, just and it's mostly just about uh, people that I think are stupid. Oh, so it's a long one. I'm yeah, sure. so it's like it's we're up to ninety pages right now. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> have you mailed letter bombs yet, or is that does that come later? I, I've not yet mailed them, but uh, you know I can put one together here with uh, stuff from Amazon that I'm getting. <laughs> how how far away is your closest neighbor? Um, about about thirty yards away. Oh, I was looking for miles. Oh yeah. There, there's a house that like, this is where, where I live out here in the woods is like the guest house of a big house. I so see. there's, so it, there, there's, there's someone in the house about 30 yards away. Oh, so, that's too bad. Um, and that's then there's, and then there's a neighborhood behind me that I can go and I, you know, walk the dog and, you know, talk to people, but mm-hmm. there's not, I mean, I'm, I'm basically out in the woods though. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, uh, cranking out manifestos, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, just, just, just salty as can be. Do you walk around with like liquor in a paper bag just to like fit the image? (laughs) I put put a Colt 45 in a brown paper bag and walk around the neighborhood and roast people. I love it. That's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good, man. I'll tell you, nothing, nothing makes me happier than someone roasting like my stupid mustache though. Like it makes me so happy to get a ro- to so, someone. Yeah. It's like when I had a full beard uh, and my, and my buddy, one of my buddies said, you look like the Gordon's fish stick guy. That's a great joke. <laughs> it's great. And it, that made me laugh for a long, like, like that's so funny to me. Nothing is funnier to me than being mean to me. Like that's so funny to me. Which I, I, I would, I'm in agreement. Like when people really dig so me, funny to me, it's great, but I'm sure that probably is like a psychological condition where I, I, I not attracted to it, but like I, I genuinely appreciate someone who can rip into me. 
Yes, right? I want that. So no, about, about how, about, a, I don't know, about eight or nine years ago, whatever it was, you and I were consulting on a television show at Comedy Central. And we yep. were in a, a meeting room at Comedy Central and the comedian who was hired to host the show, people were talking about a joke that I had written and it was, you know, it was too dirty or something. And <laughs> the comedian that was there said, well, this cunt wrote it. <laughs> and for whatever reason, calling me that word, I started laughing and then I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> and then I had to take a, I had to excuse myself from the meeting and take a lap around the office yeah. to cut because to me being, being called like the most vulgar world word in the world made me so like giggly. I couldn't stop laughing. This I, I, word wrote it. Like I could not stop laughing. That's a, I don't remember that. I feel like that. I would, maybe I wasn't there for that one, but that's I, hilarious. Funniest. I, I could not stop laughing. It was the meanest thing I'd ever heard. And I couldn't stop laughing because it was so mean. It was so mean. This <laughs> C word wrote it. He was really good at roasting people. He's great, man. He, uh, he would try to roast me. He's like, your teeth are so good. They look fake. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, and then he was surprised when I was like, they're actually not fake. <laughs> yeah. He told me you're too, he told me you're too handsome to be a comedy writer. You need to look uglier. Okay. Well, that's funny. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, he called me the C word in a meeting with an executive there. And I laughed so hard. I had to leave the meeting and take a lap. Well, I could not stop. Laughing. Might be the reason why the show didn't get picked up. Oh man. It was amazing. <laughs> like when we worked on that show. Yeah. We met like a handful of people like before they got famous, Amy yeah. Schumer, yep. Jenny Slate, Pete Holmes. Yep. Like we met a bunch of people like before they got big and before they got famous. Like I was totally vibing with Amy Schumer. Yeah. Like, like I was great. crushing on Amy Schumer. I mean, yeah. just, I mean, hilarious in person. And yeah, totally. like, yeah, Jenny Slate came like before she got Saturday Night Live, Jenny Slate came in. Well, I Pete remember Holmes before he was famous. Like we, 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 we Pete uh, came in. And Pete had no idea how, like, the game worked. No. And, like, you and I were not hired to work on the logistics of the game. We were there to, like, write jokes. We were there to write dick jokes. <laughs> right. And so yeah. we were cracking up at Pete, but everyone else in the room was, like, stone cold, like, silent. Like, this guy's fucking up our game. What's happening? And me and you were just yeah. dying. Pete Holmes... So Pete Holmes made a, a weed joke and he said, oh, you're partaking of the halfling's weed. What Lord of the Rings joke. <laughs> you and I were the only people that laughed. That's, I totally remember we're, that. We were the only people that laughed and Pete Holmes great. says, the writers get why that's funny. Yeah. yeah. The halfling's weed is what he said. That's a, a, An obscure Lord of the Rings reference and you yeah. and I are the only people that laughed. Like a bunch of executives like, what? Yeah, I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, but and then Pete Holmes said the, the writers get why that's funny. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that guy. But yeah, a comedian called me the C word in a meeting, and I laughed so hard I had to take a lap. Probably not the only person. I don't think it's the only person who's ever called you the C word, Johnny. Oh, no, that's, that's, a, that's a long list to people. And, and I more than likely had it coming, you know, but, but nothing is funnier than someone being mean to me and roasting me. I, I, will, I will laugh uncontrollably at a good roast joke. <clears throat> well, yeah. You know, I will. I, I, I don't know if I'm shocked or impressed by your um, new salty vocabulary. <laughs> you were, Fuck you, man. <laughs> you were very much like anti-swearing, and now you're like, I know. Um, I yeah. I just I, kind of. Yeah, I don't hate it. I, no, it's kind of funny. It's it. Like it's it's funny. It's funny to curse like, um, 
like intermittently. Like people that use yes. the curse word like over and over and over again, I don't find charming at all. I think it's lazy. Oh, that's a me. Well placed, to a T, by the way. Yeah, a, a, well, a well-placed curse word I think is funny, you know? Yeah. Like, I, you know, I can express myself without it, but every once in a while I'll just toss in, just toss in a couple and it's yeah. funny, you know? It's good. Especially with insults, you know, it's... Yeah. Yeah, nothing funnier to me than someone just like tell, telling you to fuck off. That's just hilarious to me. Totally. Absolutely. It's funny. Yeah, if you were to say something dumb, I'd be like, fuck you. And it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It is. Yeah. It's the Ricky um, Gervais in me. You know, I just think it's funny. <laughs> What's your, what are your thoughts on Ricky Gervais lately? lately? Are you still, oh, you're the, I, by the way, I, I, I credit you with being the one that said, yeah, I, I watch this. Uh, yeah, watch The Office. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. I still, uh, I still do love Ricky and uh, uh, like when he hosts the golden globes and the, like his monologue of the golden globe, it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Funny to me. It's, Oh, I agree. Absolutely. It is, it is. I don't know if there is with Ricky Gervais. I don't know if there's someone more confident in that. They are funny than Ricky Gervais. Mm-hmm. He's so confident that he's funny that he's going to say what he wants to say. And that's what I admire. He he's gotten some flack for like, skipping some levels in the stand-up comedy world because he didn't really you know he wasn't yeah like he a, wasn't grinding it out at a, at a yeah. club you know he he went from being he was famous and then would would play arenas you know he wasn't right. in comedy clubs working it out you know like i go to the comedy cellar and see comedians work it out yeah know? i saw chris rock one night you know i went, oh, to the really? comedy, I went to the comedy cellar one night it was you know around midnight and chris rock came in with a yellow legal pad in his hand and oh, did shit. about 15 minutes you know, yeah, it was just it stuff out. he was trying out. It was like, like but, it. but seriously, Adam, it was like watching Miles Davis, like just to see 15 minutes of Chris Rock trying out material. Yeah. It was like awesome. watching Miles Davis. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Gervais didn't, yeah, he wasn't going to clubs and trying them out. He just, he just is big and, you know, but I mean, I'm telling you his Noah's Ark routine is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. I may have to go re-listen to Ricky, that. I, Ricky Gervais does a bit about Noah's Ark that yeah. is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Love it. it. It is. I mean, a Hall of Fame bit is Ricky Gervais talking about Noah's Ark. I'll take a listen. That's awesome. Yeah. No, but, Noah's Ark. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. We put, we put two. Yeah. Right. Noah's Ark. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's just about the, the, the fallacy behind it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's the most absurd thing. Yeah. You had to go all around the world. So you had to go all around to take animals and then, and then, and then miraculously you put all the animals back in the right place. So there's no crossover. <laughs> okay, okay. Sure. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he brings out like a like a Sunday school book that he had when he was a kid. Oh, it, really? It is, it is the one of the funniest things I've ever. It, it is, it is like, uh, it, it, like if I was to, to like put a list together of the ten funniest bits, mm-hmm. Ricky Gervais's Noah's Ark bit is on there. Like That's up there great. with like Bill Cosby, like doing the chocolate cake bit. Like it's that fun. Yeah. The cause. How's, how's cause doing? Great. Super. I super support him. I you know I think the the good doctor is, uh, you know. He's going to get through this. It's terrible, but, you know, sometimes you can separate, you know, the art from the person. You know, like yeah. I can still listen to Michael Jackson and still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. For some reason. Wait, I what happened separate. to Michael Jackson? Oh, you know, it's a long story. Oh, um, okay. He's touching wieners. So, oh, know. like hot dogs? Uh, the man enjoyed a hot dog. He was, he was touching underage wieners. Oh, well, yeah. like the Vienna sausage. Yeah, a little bit mm. like that. That's but tough. with Cosby... I, I can't separate it. Like it's so heinous what he did that it's ruined those old records for me, which stings because I can quote those records like yeah. verbatim. And I can't separate Cosby. I can't do it. It's just so it's so evil what he did. 
over and over and over again. Uh, yeah, and it hurts because if there was a Mount Rushmore of comedy, objectively Cosby's on there. Yeah, absolutely. But I can't sep- I can't separate it. Like it's it, what he did was so bad. <laughs> like to to get off, you had to knock a girl out. Like it's just, it's so bad. It's that I can't separate yeah. it. But yet you're okay with Michael Jackson touching little kids' wieners. Well, Billie Jean's a really good song. <laughs> You know, smooth criminal still slaps. And it's an absolute it's still oh, a banger. It it's crushes. still a banger. Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? I tried to watch gonna... that documentary. I, I that, that finding Neverland, whatever the documentary yeah. was. I, I got about forty about forty five minutes in, I had to bail. Like this I I can't do this. I, I mean, yeah. like the, the the abuse of kids, I could I, I couldn't watch it. It's, it just it was too much tough. for me. It's tough. Yeah. I bailed forty five minutes in, like, okay, I can't do this. Yeah. And and you, you see the guys i mean kids. the guys are now you know they're our age but they're just yeah it's, they it's, are it's fucking heartbreaking man yeah I, I, I that was a tough I one do it. yeah I, I i i couldn't do it when when you start learning about the the double locking doors at neverland ranch and yeah. uh you know that that wine was jesus juice and I, okay I, I it was too much for me i couldn't do it yeah it's but billy jean is still a really good song i mean it's a great song it's a great song. the whole album's great right <laughs> right i mean what are you gonna do <laughs> It's called turning a blind eye, right? Some people I can, some people I can't, you know? Yeah. I can't listen, you know, I can't separate R. Kelly. I can't do it, you know? It's some people I can. Like, (laughs) you know, I... I, So, wait, does their... I guess it doesn't, because I was going to say, does their genius, if they were super geniuses, but they, like, you know, raped a lot of people, you're okay with it. But if they're just mediocre, you're not okay. Yes. It's going to... It would depend... (laughs) Oh, jeez. It would depend on the art they turned out. You know, I mean, if it's really good, I'm like, okay, you were right. a raper, but you know, I mean, Billie Jean, the song slaps. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but it, but here you are saying that Bill Cosby belongs on the Mount Rushmore of comedy. He would be, and but you can't. No, I can't do it. Interesting. He had to drug women, and then ejaculate on them to get off. That's what he. I mean, that that is just shocking to me. That's like a. So that's what it took to. Ah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not true. That's not yeah. true. Yeah, do you? Yeah, you're yeah you're a hypno guy. I like that you're a hip. You're that you know the guy yeah. uh, Kenny. You're Kenny. a hypno guy. Nice guy. Nice, nice guy. guy. Super down to yeah. earth. Very chill. I mean, yeah, he dealt roofies, you know, but he was a nice guy. You know what? He meant well. That's really what. I'm <laughs> you know, Kenny. Kenny, the hypno dealer. Yeah, my roofie guy. I got a guy. I got a roofer. These are the kind of jokes we make, folks. These are the kind of jokes we make to each other. Oh my we God. make roofie jokes. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. What would Eddie Vedder have to do? Mm. Yeah. I've would, thought about this. You have. You've actually considered yes. this. Because so Eddie Vedder, you are a lifelong Pearl Jam fan. Well, from since the, I was 15. For, yeah, from yeah. the early 90s. Yeah. Uh, he, it, 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 probably no greater person in your mind than Eddie Vedder. Probably not. Maybe Larry Bird. But yeah, I mean, probably not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I was terrified that that Eddie that Eddie Vedder would be like caught up in the Me Too thing. It would have yeah. devastated me. Would have devastated me. So, let's say that for oh, arguments, I know this is tough. This Don't is this is tough. I, I okay. Uh, oh, now I'm just, like trying to think of like what's the most horrible thing I can think of. But oh, pedophile. That would be the the only thing maybe is pedophile. Like that would like okay, I can't listen to Pearl Jam anymore. Wow, I, I, I can't think of anything else. Like I, so he, I would be super upset and stuff, but 
Yeah, it, it just, just wait. Pedophile, pedophile would be. Uh, I couldn't do that. He he takes a page out of the good doctor's book. Starts drugging ladies and raping them. But you're like, fuck, man. I gotta listen to some some even flow. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, man, that's uh, that's terrible. But Vitology is a great record. <laughs> so. Uh, I was, I was during that me too stuff. It was, yeah. I mean, there was some that were disappointing, but they're yeah. like, like, uh, you know, but I, I was just dreading, like, please don't bring him. Please don't bring Bob Dylan into this. I'm begging you. I know he's a, I know he's a dick. I know he's, I know he's not a nice man, but I still yeah. want to idolize Bob Dylan. Okay. That's know? okay. And so yeah. It's, yeah. I think we were all, that, it, there was a collective, like, like clenching of our sphincters. Yes. And probably a bad thing. Just waiting to see who was going to drop next. And yeah. some of them were like, yeah, you can kind of tell. Like, Matt Lauer kind of seemed like a fucking prick, right? Kevin Spacey. Like, I heard stories yeah. about Kevin Spacey working at oh. Letterman as, an, as a page. Yeah. I heard stories about Kevin Spacey. I know about that as a, as a page that yeah. he, like, grabbed, and it grabbed, like, an intern's ass and, like, gave someone else, a, a, like, a, a hotel room key. Like, I, would, I heard stuff about Kevin Spacey long, long, long ago. Yeah. Some of them weren't surprising. But if it would have been someone like Getty Vetter, they got, it would have been, I would have been devastated. I think like, if – I would have crushed me. If someone had come out and been like, yeah – Tom Hanks raped me. Oh, I yeah. I think if I America's dad was caught up in it, I would yeah. be yeah, I done. Been We're done. Not, I'm out. Like yeah, I'm out of my, life. He's he's my Jimmy Stewart, man. I don't want I don't want to hear that. No, you know. No. I want I want. Yeah, it, it's no. Yeah, I I think that you know there's you know people always say don't meet your heroes, and I think that on that list would be would be number one would be Dylan because I just know he's not a nice like, he's not a nice person. He's not, and yeah. so yeah, you know, it's. I, I, like I know he would be a jerk to me, you know. It's like how I always thought. Like, well, I know what Kurt Cobain would have never liked me, so I'm glad I didn't meet Kurt Cobain. He wouldn't right. have liked me, you know. It's You're currently there's... wearing a Nirvana shirt. I think I am actually. Yeah, I am wearing a Nirvana <laughs> shirt. Yeah, I had to check. Yeah, I, like uh, I, I took off a Ramones t-shirt and put yeah. on a Nirvana t-shirt because I'm a quarantine goddamn champion. Well, <laughs> do you own any shirts that are not um, bands that no longer exist? That's totally true. Is I changed from a Ramon shirt to a Nirvana shirt today. Yeah. That's totally true. Yeah. Hey, so here's a question: Do you have, have, are you a Foo Fighters fan? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I am too. Absolutely. I just you know I I I, I love it. I wasn't yeah. a huge I think, I think, fan. I think Grohl Grohl is one of one of the greatest rock stars of of his generation. He's unbelievable. He's probably the last rock star. He might be. Um, it's but his it's, band does stuff no one else will do. Totally. But it, it's just curious to see like Nirvana fans who were like really deep into that that to the grunge oh, yeah. era and every song, it, yeah. But if they followed him to the Foo Fighters, like is there a, a lot crossover? Of us did. I think a lot of us did. Yeah, and 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 because I mean, Foo Fighters Dave Grohl is is very different than Nirvana Dave Grohl. Oh, absolutely. Because Kurt, because Kurt was so Kurt was such a presence that you just kind of listened to Kurt and Dave Grohl sat in the back being. Right. you know making adorable faces but <laughs> when girl when girl came forward and you saw his personality really shine and you saw what a great singer he is and what a great guitar player he is yeah i, mean, I think a lot of us came uh came over to the foo fighters i mean those I, I i mean no other band in the world would have the balls to bring rick astley onto the stage to sing never gonna give you up and yeah. it'd be cool it right. was, and, it, and it was amazing. No other band, including my beloved Pearl Jam, would have done that. But right. Dave Grohl is, is such a rock star that he can bring up a one-hit wonder to play a punk rock version of his pop song 
and it be epic and amazing. There's no yeah. other band that does that. No other band will bring a kid on stage and be like, hey, can you play Everlong? Don't fuck it up. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and, then, I and then the kid, yeah, it's the, it's, it's, I mean, I, yeah, I'm dying to go see a Foo Fighters show and have some, I mean, th- that is absolute magic. Did you, you see, uh, they call him Kiss Guy. When kiss that guy. Kiss, kiss yeah. guy comes up. Unbelievable. Gene Simmons piece. Yeah. And Shreds. I hate Kiss. And I love that kid. Yeah. I can't yeah. stand Kiss. No, kiss, is, kiss is a terrible band. It's, they're a novelty song and a gimmick. They're a terrible band. Uh, and, I, have a, I have a Kiss story, by the way. Oh, I'm, I'm love, I'd love to hear it. I can't stand Kiss. Uh, I, I didn't really know a lot about Kiss other than that they wore makeup. <clears throat> but they were having like their, their first like reunion tour. It was back like, when Ace Frehley and... and uh, uh, Paul Stanley. Yeah, uh, Peter Chris, the, the drummer. Peter Chris. It's like 96, 97. Yeah. My parents' friend. Cat. <laughs> yeah. My parents' friend worked at, um, works at CBS, actually, incidentally, uh, and got like basically front row tickets to a Kiss concert at, at Madison Square Garden and said, Do you want to go to me and my brother? So we're like, Yeah, of course we want to go to a Kiss concert. Why not? Why not? So I really didn't know anything about kiss i just knew that they put out a big stage show ace freely is playing his guitar and he's throwing picks out and he throws one and i catch it and i'm like whoa i got an ace freely pick the guy next to me throws his cigarette this is how long ago it was you could smoke a madison square garden throws a cigarette (laughs) at me burns me so i drop the pick and he picks it up you're kidding. And I was like, I was like a 16 year old kid, 17 year old kid. I was like, okay, that's, that's your shit. I'm good. Don't throw more cigarettes at me. Wow. Yeah, totally. Uh, I, that's, yeah, I, that's my kiss concert story. I, I did see, uh, I went to go see Soundgarden and it was right after, uh, right after Kurt had killed himself and, and Chris Cornell uh, played a song called head down and he took the guitar and he unplugged the guitar and he handed it to someone in the crowd. And, and uh, I saw people fight over a Stratocaster that Cornell, I watched people like, you know, he was like stopping the fight and stuff. It was kind of crazy. Wait, why did Chris Cornell just hand over a guitar like that? <laughs> he, he said, he, well, Cornell, like the band, it was halfway through the show and Cornell said, I'm going to play a song for Kurt. And the whole, everyone in the band left. And it was just Kurt, just Cornell and a white Stratocaster. And he played a song called Head Down. And then he unplugged it and, uh, and said, don't fight over it. And he gave it to someone in the crowd. And, and people were fighting over it. Over it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he wanted wild. Chris Cornell. Yeah, gave a Stratocaster to the crowd. Some guy, some guy like, uh, you know, was like hugging it and like ran, he like ran away. He probably didn't see the rest of the show. He probably just left without a Stratocaster. But, That's um, awesome. It was, one, That's it, was awesome. A, it was wild. Yeah. It was wild. It was, it was like, you know, three, four months after Kurt killed himself and I saw Soundgarden. Wow. Yeah, I was at this, um, this concert called the Altamont Freeway concert. Yeah. Yeah, watching the Stones. Yeah. Some someone shit got went stabbed. Down. Yeah, someone got stabbed and died. <laughs> Fucked up. I was like, holy shit. I can just to- got stabbed. You can totally see, there's, there's a great concert film about it and you can oh, actually uh, see uh, the uh, knife uh, from the Hells Angels guy. You can see the knife. Yeah, give me shelter. He's, and he stabs that guy. Yeah. Like, oh, like you, can, you can actually see the knife that the Hells Angels guy pulled and, and stabbed that guy. It's Meredith something. But, yeah, um, that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. And, Mick, and Mick is watching it going, what well, can I see it again? You know, and yeah. Yeah, you, can, you can literally see the flashing silver blade. Oh, so bad. That's the death of the 60s, man. Yeah, it, uh, quite quite honestly, yeah. it was literally yeah the death that and you know a handful of things, but th- that was the death of the, the innocence of the sixties. Was that that show? But, but what's fascinating is that Altamont came but two or three months after Woodstock. It wasn't like oh, yeah, it was right Woodstock after. and then 
peace and love for years and then it yeah. just ended it, you know what's yeah, it's, mo- like- it's, it's months after it's yeah it's um yeah this yeah all oh, the Al- altamont speedway yeah they hit, like i i think like uh, if i'm you know being a lifelong rolling stones fan i, I can think them thinking you know it'd be really funny to bring in the hell's angels as uh <laughs> you know as, as right. security like I, I think they think they this is really rock and roll you know yeah. little did they know that you're gonna stab a guy i man and was he like 15 i mean he was like a young kid yeah, and he had like a lime green suit on or something. Yeah. Yes, yes, and, absolutely. And, and, yeah, and, and yeah, but you can you can see in, in the in the you know in that thirty five millimeter footage, you can see the knife in the Hell's Angels guy, and he stabbed him in the gut a couple times, and the guy died. Brutal. Yeah, that sucks. That'll uh, ruin a concert. That'll ruin yeah. a concert for it's you. It's gonna wreck every time there's a murder. The concert is ruined. Yeah, I, I and, and and I know that's a hot take. You know, <laughs> that's a piping hot take. But whenever there's a murder, the concert's ruined. All right, so here's 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 one of those. You know, <laughs> I miss questions. concerts. <laughs> let's say let's say you're you're running a you're you're the lead singer of some band, right? Yeah, you're playing a, a good size show, uh, not yeah. a stadium, but you're doing like you know, you're uh, you're playing like a you know a, a fairly decent sized crowd. Uh, someone dies in front of you. Yeah, gets killed, right? Yep. Do you stop yep. the show? And and by the way, the crowd is into you right now. Like they're into you. Oh, they're digging it. Yeah. Ooh. Do you do you do you take an intermission? I think we do a brief uh, a brief pause. Yeah. Where I do uh, uh, where I go into the microphone, and this is my band, uh, Johnny the Kid and the Gunslingers. Yeah, of course. And, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I should have. That was yeah. It's, sorry. it's my yeah. yeah it's Johnny the Kid and the Gunslingers. Yep. I, I go to the microphone and give a I give a little uh, you know uh. All life is precious. And, right. Uh, these are. I can't believe someone was just murdered at our show. Right. And meanwhile, they're they're cleaning up the blood underneath yeah. the the stage. Yeah. Okay. That that being said, rock and roll doesn't stop for anybody. And then I go yeah. one, two, three, four, and I play yeah. the game. I'm gonna, yeah. Love it. That's that's a great way to do it. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm still gonna keep going. Yeah. Well, you're we're an playing, artist. John, Johnny the Kid and the Gunslingers playing the Rose Garden. We're 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 gonna carry on after a murder. Yeah. Of course you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so dark. That is really fucking dark, it's by the way. So, it's so dark. dark as shit. <laughs> you know that it's we've been so in quarantine dark. for too long. So oh. dark and it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> if, if I die of COVID, <laughs> are you going to continue this podcast? <laughs> oh, I, uh, man, I, I w- absolutely will. I mean, it would, yeah. you know, you have I to. mean, I, I'll feel bad, but it will be funny. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. As long know, as your kids, long as your kids don't get it, then they, right? You know, yeah, that, yeah. If you get it, it's funny. Oh, it's hilarious. I kind of yeah. want to get it just so I can have my wife wait on me hand and foot. Oh, oh, it'd be so great. That's you can just sleep all day. Oh, that sounds great. You become like my dog, just having a nap. Does your dog do anything? No. In fact, her, she might be the dumbest dog in America, and. Um, and, and maybe the most unathletic dog in America. Now, she's lovable, but her only trick is never catching a treat. She's O for life. Well, I will, I will toss her a treat. It will hit her in the face every time. She's never caught with a treat. It's her, her only treat. It looks like she chooses, chews on rocks daily. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah never caught a treat. most unathletic dog in America is my dog, Judy. <laughs> what kind of dog? I I mean, I she's a mutt, right? Yeah, she's a mutt. I mean, she's, yeah, she's, uh, she's, uh, well, according to the Humane Society, she's a chihuahua and pug. You know? Oh, okay. So we think that's what it is, but, you know, 
I don't know, but yeah, but I mean, I mean, just an unbelievably dumb dog. I love it. Yeah, but the most lovable. I've never seen a dog more happy to meet any breathing thing. She, any stranger, she's gonna. She wants to come up and give you a cut. Like, like seriously, the most loving dog ever. But she's a fucking moron. <laughs> I mean, just absolutely stupid. You know? I love it. And she likes and she, you. Yeah. She, oh, yeah. She's. She's loving it, man. She's yeah. Quarantine is the best. Oh, you know, got to imagine, right? Yeah, she doesn't get left alone. She's loving it. But yeah, That's the awesome. dumbest, the dumbest dog in the United States of America is my dog Judy. So your dog would theoretically vote for Trump. My dog would be a, absolutely a Trump supporter. Were she to have voting powers? Yeah, yeah my dog would yeah. think. You know what? He's a brilliant businessman and a very knowledgeable person. That's right. what my dog would think. That's, <laughs> how, that's how dumb my dog is. Wow, that's pretty dumb. It's pretty stupid. Yeah. Um, hey, is football coming back? We think. Yeah. So the NFL, the NFL uh, had a, 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 like a show last night revealing the schedules, you know, and they, I mean, they made it a three-hour show. That's how starved we are for sports, that announcing the schedule. I didn't watch very much of it. I only watched like 20 minutes of oh, it. Oh, you didn't want to watch some break out a spreadsheet for three hours? Yeah, I just wanted to see what the Seahawks were doing. But yeah, I, we, we, what it looks like right now is the NFL is scheduled to go probably without fans. Now college football is still up in the air Ooh. because if there's not students on campus, I do not see college football happening. I don't see it. So, ah, that's a good um, point. but we're going to get some, we're going to get some live golf here in the next couple of weeks. You know, Oh, seriously. I, yeah, that, to, that makes sense to me. We're, we're going to play so, golf without, yes, you can do, you can play golf. So, uh, this coming Sunday, it's, uh, let's see, Ricky Fowler, Dustin Johnson, uh, Brooks Kepka, uh, someone else, they're doing a match play thing that's going to be live. The week after that is going to be Phil and Tiger playing right. match play with uh, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. I love it. I'm um, excited. I will, I will watch 18 goddamn holes of that. that ma- yeah. I, I will watch all of it. So Did you watch when Phil it's coming Tiger, back? What about when Phil and Tiger went at it? Uh, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. it was like, uh, yeah, four or five years ago in November, and they played a match play. And, and you know, they were mic'd up so you could hear the trash talk and stuff. Yeah. And that was, you know, and it was great. But, and I hope that's what we have. I mean, it's – but if you mic up all those guys and hear the trash talk between Phil and Tiger and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, it's great. I'm, there for, I'm there for 18 holes of that. Yeah, I'd watch that. Because I'm so starved for sports. Where are know? they playing it's, that? Where are they going to do that? It's, it's somewhere in Florida. I'm not sure what the course is. It's, it's okay. a course – I think it's one, of, one like near Tiger's house. Tiger lives in Jupiter. Oh, okay. Some, somewhere in central Florida they're yeah. going to play, but it'll be, I mean, you know, live competition. And I'm, and I've been telling people, wait till you'll see how much money is gambled on this, on that golf tournament. What it is gonna, gamble it's going to be shocking when the degenerates yeah. come out and when the degenerates come out and are live betting hole by hole, it's going to be people. You're not going to believe the amount of money that the, the degenerates uh, bet on that golf. Oh, it's going to be crazy. I, I kind of like it. crazy right now. Well, that's a pretty good matchup. Like tiger now, and Phil? Yeah. Yeah. Tiger. I don't Tiger's know who I take. Gonna, I don't know. I'm, it's Tiger. Tiger's going to play with Peyton Manning, and then Phil's going to play with Tom Brady. And, and both those guys are single-digit handicapped. They're both really good golfers. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Brady, okay, I mean, Brady and Manning. I don't know what but – but they're both like a four or five. Like, they're both really, really good. Wow. That's, so, you have uh, – So, they're like me. Two, yeah. They're, their swing yeah. looks a lot like yours. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah I, so it's, I mean, it's – it's uh, yeah, I can't I can't wait for it because yeah, have, having a you know n- no competition is just driving me nuts. Are you gonna put money on it? I I probably will. I'm sure <laughs> I will. I I don't think I'll be able to help it. Kind of have to. Yeah. I, I mean yeah. Oh yeah. Wait till you see the numbers of how much is gambled on it. It's gonna be bananas. 
all these offshore books are just going to be blowing up. I love it. Oh, bring back sports. I'm begging you. <laughs> bring back my drug, please. Are you itching a little bit? You know, a little bit. You get the itch? Last, last, night, I, last night, I kid you not, I actually watched about five, ten minutes of a show on Fox of celebrities watching television. That's how bad it is Wait, right now. What? It was a show on Fox, like something celebrity watch, and it was like famous people watching television. And I watched like five minutes of it. Like, oh my gosh, I got to get out and take a walk. This is brutal. That sounds horrible. Something watch party, something like that. I watched like 10 minutes of it. But there's also like the, the Twitch. It's all about like, hey, watch people playing video games. <clears throat> my nephews do that and it's, it's like bizarre to me. My nephews it's will super. watch people play video games. My yeah, teenage kinda... nephews will watch people play Fortnite. And I'm like, what in the world are we doing here, guys? Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess that's what, what people that, that aren't addicted to sports, I guess that's what people do is they watch stuff like this. Well, I'm not addicted to sports and I masturbate. Yeah, you do. Mm. Yeah, you do. What am I going to do? You're so good at it, though. Yeah. You know, why stop now? Yeah. Champions play. Champions play. You know what right. I mean? Shooters take shots. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sitting on the bench. <laughs> Although, actually, that's my preferred method, <laughs> if we're being honest. Oh, good Lord. What's wrong with us? <laughs> um, the more inappropriate it is, the more we laugh. Oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. I make no apologies for that. It's fine. It's fine. None. Um, I think we should call it. I think so. I think you're a cunt. Oh. <laughs> See, that's, that's so funny to me. The meter it is, <laughs> I think it is. I, I don't know what that says about me at all, but I, it just the, the meaner it is, the funnier I think it is. I don't think you're a cunt, Johnny. I know. Uh, well, I, I, I love you. Depends to on the day. It depends on the day, Adam. It depends well, on the day. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, enjoy yourself. Stay healthy. I'm gonna try to wash yeah. your hands. No, oh, absolutely. And uh, hey, if I die from Corona in like the next couple of days, um, you know, just hit record and, and try it again. If that happens, can I give Lindsay a call? Just, well. No. There's like a three or four day waiting period, but yeah, then you give her a call. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So okay. she'll just, you know, reach out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Whatever happens. Hugs. She likes hugs and long walks on the beach. I will fucking <laughs> haunt you. I will haunt you so bad. I'll fucking possess you. Okay. You hear me? I would hope so. If I became the father to your kids. Oh my, oh, <laughs> like don't ever say that. To, do not ever say that sentence to me again. Ever. I do not want to hear that. Literally, that, that's, that's maybe so the worst bad. thing that's ever been said. Oh, so bad. <laughs> I, like, I would be that ghost that has like the chains and the sheet yeah. in your attic. and Totally deserved. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally have that coming. Absolutely. I can see you sitting down with my kids being like, I just want you to know. You can <laughs> call me dad if you want. Like, we, I, we all miss your dad, but, you know, I'm your dad. We all, we all miss him, but. But. Uh, you know, Time to move on. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get together and watch a Pixar film. So yeah. you know, just let, buck up. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, oh, that might be the most inappropriate thing we've ever said. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Going back twenty years, that might be the most inappropriate thing we've ever said. Yeah. Never say it again. Ever. <sighs> um, take care of yourself, man. Good night and good luck. Uh-huh.